Thank you so much for everything. Um, it is an honor to serve here. Uh, it has just uh, been a huge blessing for me. And so thank you, everyone. Our service continues with the prayers of intercession. It's not printed in your bulletin. Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I'm the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. You are listening to the Shepherd Cast. This week, we are in your feed for a second time because on Sunday, October 6th at 4 p.m., Pastor Scott was installed at our church. For those of you who don't know, the Reverend Scott J. Anderson, who you may have heard on previous episodes of this podcast, was previously on a term call with our church that lasted one year. After that term call expired, our church voted together and unanimously agreed to extend a permanent part-time call to Pastor Scott Anderson. This past Sunday, the Bishop Abraham Allende of the Northeastern Ohio Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America joined us to install Pastor Scott in his new post. On this special episode, you will hear from our choir as they perform a beautiful choir anthem. You will hear from three readers who read readings that were chose by Pastor Scott. And then you will hear Bishop Allende give a sermon on those readings. After that sermon, you will hear the installation of the Reverend Scott J. Anderson as presided over by Bishop Abraham Allende. You will also hear our council president, Susan Lux, help us welcome Pastor Scott to his new post. Without any further ado, here is this special edition episode of The Shepherd Cast.
Our first lesson is taken from Joshua, chapter 24, verses 1 through 2a, 13 through 15. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and some of the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and towns that you had not built. And you live in them. You eat the fruit of the vineyards and olive yards that you did not plant. Now, therefore, revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in, and in Egypt <clears throat> and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of, of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. We will now read Psalm 8 responsively. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, and the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God, and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. A reading from Romans. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died. Yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 23rd chapter. 
When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not, they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, while the sun's light faded and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home beating their breasts. But all his acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Please be seated. Let us pray. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Through your word, make us aware of the lives to which you are calling us and give us the courage to live them. In the midst of our joy and celebration of this day, open our eyes that we may see the needs of others. Give us wisdom, patience, and vision, and strengthen us all in our Christian vocation of witness to the world. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our collective hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. Well, grace to you and peace from God the Father Almighty and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I bring you greetings from the other 161 congregations of the Northeastern Ohio Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America and the 49,000 plus baptized people of God who worship in those congregations throughout the 20 counties of our synod. We rejoice with you today here at Shepherd of the Valley as you officially install your new pastor 
the Reverend Scott Anderson. There is a certain uniqueness to this installation in that Pastor Anderson was assigned here on a term call, which is a suggested process when a congregation has experienced extraordinary situations. That call has now become a regular call, which is what brings it, brings us here today, or as Pastor Scott so aptly quoted that great theologian Yogi Berra, what makes this day necessary. And I'll have to write that down, and I, I will be sure to attribute you in future. But I wanted to be here specifically for this installation without dredging up the past, but we know what we have come through as a congregation, and we want to underscore that we in the Synod office are partners with you in all that you do here, in your ministry and your mission. So thank you uh, for being receptive to our partnership and for the fruit that it has borne in, in the person of Pastor Anderson being now your pastor. On occasions like installations and ordinations, one doesn't follow the lectionary. The pastor picks his or her own scripture readings, and I have to say that Pastor Anderson has given me some excellent lessons to preach on. However, they have challenged me to work because I can't just go back and recycle an old sermon from my archives and plug it into the, the present situation. I really had to dig deep into my commentaries to find perspectives that related uh, to this event. What I did appreciate, however, was that he also explained in some detail what these verses meant to him. And that has only happened once before, and both of those occasions, by the way, happened fairly recently. Pastor Anderson shared this reflection about the Old Testament reading from Joshua. He says that this verse helped inspire his family's sense of service to God and neighbor. And I want to take a little bit of a digression here because that final verse in Joshua also holds great meaning for me. Choose this day whom you will serve. Both Pastor Scott and I are our second career pastors. I'm more like a fourth career, but for the sake of this discussion, let's just say we are both second career pastors. My previous careers aren't quite as exciting as his, but I too had wrestled with this idea of entering the ministry for over a decade and finally concluded that I would serve the Lord. But reaching that decision wasn't easy. You see, the call to ordain ministry had been gnawing at me for quite a long time, and finally I gave in. It didn't happen in dramatic fashion. No light from heaven knocked me to the ground. I simply decided that it was time to stop resisting. I had been taking seminary courses for my own personal enrichment at what was then known as the Trinity Lay Academy, a series of classes offered by the Northeastern Ohio Synod and taught mostly by adjunct professors from the seminary. And within minutes after stepping into that classroom, I, I became addicted to learning more about theology. And over the course of two years, I took 
all the six courses that were offered, and I yearned for more, but the only way that would happen, I was told, it was if I go to seminary. So those words were kind of like a slap across the face. Uh, I struggled with everything that I would be giving up, a nice home, a decent job, a pretty comfortable lifestyle. Choose this day whom you will serve. I can say in all honesty that I have never once looked back and never regretted choosing whom I would serve. That is not to say that there haven't been bumps in the road, but rather that what I have now is far greater than what I had then. And one thing that I have is a far better understanding that choosing whom I would serve was not, after all, my decision. I merely offered myself and let God do the rest. And I'm sure that if you ask Pastor Scott in detail, he would share with you some of his wrestling that he did before he decided to leave his previous profession and enter ministry. But when you come right down to it, none of us are where we are because we choose to be in that particular place. It is God who calls us out of the waters of baptism to serve, to become a child of God, sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ. The love of God beckons us on the most important journey that we will ever undertake. As the blessed Martin Luther clarifies in his explanation to the third article of the Apostles' Creed, I believe that my, by my own understanding or strength, I cannot believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him, but instead the Holy Spirit has called me through the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, made me holy, and kept me in the true faith. In his rebuke of the Israelites, Joshua questions their sincerity and their profession of faith and expresses doubts about their ability to keep their promises of faithfulness to God. And likewise, if it were left up to any of us, our sinful nature would prompt us to walk away. But the great thing about the Christian faith is that it keeps reminding us that it is not all about us. It is about God, a God who loves us so much that God sent the Son to save us, to be with us, to give meaning to our lives that we could not have on our own. To quote our presiding bishop, the Reverend Elizabeth Eaton, the church's unique mission is to preach the gospel purely and to administer the sacraments rightly. No other institution has been called by God to this ministry. The church is God's creation. The church is not what we do. It is not the organization we have created and maintained. The church is what God has made us, Christ's body in the world. God joined us all together in baptism. And having worked for NASA, I'm sure this is not the first time that Pastor Anderson has heard this, but I couldn't resist saying it here. 
This is not rocket science. <laughs> and so now God has joined together the congregation of Shepherd of the Valley and Pastor Scott Anderson, which according to his own reflection on Psalm 8, I would imagine that Pastor Anderson would encourage us all to marvel at the fact that the Lord is mindful of us mere mortals and cares for us human beings. This coming together of Pastor Anderson in this congregation is not an accident. It is not coincidence. It is God's love on display. But let me quickly add that the ministry of the church is not simply the job description of the pastor. It is the job description of the entire congregation. It is not all up to Pastor Anderson. When we gather together as a congregation to worship God, we experience God's love as it surrounds us and it will accompany us as we leave to resume our daily routines. God promises to go with us, encouraging us through loved ones and friends and by sending the Holy Spirit to minister to us and provide us with strength and comfort and hope day by day. God's grace gives us a sure footing for the living out of our days regardless of what happens. And surrounded by God's love, we can look together towards the future. No matter what tomorrow brings, God's love will be there to lean on, to rest in, to build on. That's why Jesus went to the cross for us. God has united you with Pastor Anderson for the purpose of transforming this congregation into a light for the community for this nation and for the world. The mission of the church is the mission of Jesus Christ. Always remember that our God, as it states in Psalm 8, whose glory is chanted above the heavens, who has set the moon and the stars in their courses, who has made us <clears throat> a little lower than the angels and has put all things under our feet, has claimed us as his own and has promised that nothing can ever separate us from his love. So as we celebrate the installation of Pastor Anderson this day, let us also remember that all of us, each and every one of us, is called to bring good news to the people. And we can be sure that the Lord will support us as we seek to make the Lord's word known. So let us all, not just Pastor Anderson, let us all hear the call and carry the message to a lost and broken world. God will supply everything that we need to fulfill our mission. And when we live our calling by God, it will be good for us as a church, but it will also be good for the whole people of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Having been authorized by the church to install the Reverend Scott J. Anderson,
our co-worker in the gospel, as pastor here at Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church, I now ask for certification of this call. After prayerful deliberation, we of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church have called Scott Anderson as pastor. I present him with this letter certifying this call. A reading from John. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. A reading from Matthew. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. A reading from 1 Timothy. Set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Attend to the public reading of scripture, to exhorting, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you through prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Put these things into practice. Devote yourselves to them so that, you, so that all may see your progress. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Pastor Scott Anderson, in the presence of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church, Will you commit yourself to this new trust and responsibility in the confidence that it comes from God through the call of the church? I will, and I ask God to help and guide me. Will you preach and teach in accordance with the Holy Scriptures and the confessions of the Lutheran Church? Will you carry out your duties in harmony with the constitutions of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America? I will, and I ask God to help and guide me. Will you love, serve, and pray for God's people? Will you nourish them with the word and sacraments, leading them by your own example in the use of the means of grace in faithful service and holy living? I will, and I ask God to help and guide me. Will you give faithful witness in the world that God's love may be known in all that you do? I will, and I ask God to help and guide me. Almighty God, who has given you the will to do these things, graciously give you the strength and compassion to perform them. Amen. Please rise. People of God here at Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church, will you receive Pastor Scott Anderson as a messenger of Jesus Christ, sent to serve God's people with the gospel of hope and salvation? Will you regard him as a servant of Christ and a steward of the mysteries of God. We will, and we ask God to help and guide us. Will you pray for him, help and honor him for his work in Christ, and in all things strive to live together in the peace and unity of Christ? We will, and we ask God to help and guide us. The office of pastor is now committed to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. The God of peace who brought from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good, so that you may do God's will, working in you that which is pleasing in God's sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. You have been called to be among us, to baptize, to teach, and to forgive sins. You have been called to be among us, to proclaim the good news. You have been called to be among us, to preside at the Lord's Supper. You have been called to be among us, to send us out in mission, into our homes, our workplaces, our schools, and our communities, and the world. People of God, I present to you Scott J. Anderson, your new pastor. Let us welcome him in the name of Christ. You just heard the installation service for the Reverend Scott J. Anderson. We thank you for listening to the special edition episode of the Shepherd Cast. Especially, we would like to thank our readers from this episode. Fred Drotliff read the first reading. The psalm was read by Michelle Ward. And the second lesson was read by the Reverend Carl Bierman, assistant to the bishop. We also thank Bishop Abraham Allende for coming to our church for the installation. We thank Susan Lux and the rest of council for their tireless work to make this day possible. We thank those in the kitchen who helped make the meal following this service. We also thank our choir for their lovely anthem that they performed at the service. We thank everyone in attendance at that service, including all of the local clergy who attended. And most importantly, we'd like to thank Pastor Scott for his continued work here at our church. And we would like to say, on behalf of not only the Media and Technology Committee, but I think on behalf of the entire congregation, that we are grateful to have him here. This Sunday, we will be back in your podcast feed with another new episode of the Shepherd Cast. I hope you'll tune in then. So until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless. Oh, and since this is for Pastor Scott, I feel obligated to say go Buckeyes as well. <laughs>